So, uh, as you know, we're, we're oh, well, maybe you don't know. So we, we call ourselves the swag, like swag tribe, right? Um, we, our, our story, and I'll, I'll share it with you, which is why we are the swag boss here. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so we all kind of met through the studio and, you know, uh, sitting up late night, having some pink power passion, you know, and just kind of chit-chatting over everything, everything from dinners to travel to building businesses and life journeys and all that. So um, I am Sherry. And I'm the, the host, the hostess with the Moses, and this is the Swag Tribe. So uh, for the people that maybe missed us the last few times, that's kind of, that's the story, is that we love to just kind of connect and talk about food and health and wellness, and we inspire each other every day. So our mission here is to kind of, we were having so much fun, we were like, let's just invite other people to this, you know, to this swag party. And now we just like to swag about it. So we're reaching out to people in the community. We're um, finding interesting people like yourself. And uh, we just want to sit with them and just kind of talk and build curiosity for other people, like for ourselves, and uh, just kind of find out what other people do and, and how are they doing it? How did they get there? Things like that. So um, we've, we've interviewed um, a perfume designer designer um a sound bath uh, practitioner of all sorts mm -hmm. so just kind of things that are going to pique the interest out there for the people that are listening so uh in the studio we have Dotsa Tamane who is the yoga <laughs> she's she's the owner of Dotsa Yoga we have Hi. Julia Bell and Julia why don't you tell us what, what, are, you, what are you the owner of I'm the owner and esthetician at Fresh Face Seattle. Okay, I have to do that because I keep messing it up. <laughs> I up a new name. I'm like shopping now for a new name for my studio because it's always something different. I love it. Fresh Face Seattle. Fresh Face Seattle. So, um, and then myself, who is your host extraordinaire. Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> so, our featured guest today, Ilona, and you pronounce your last name for me. Bartnicki. Bartnicki. Okay, that's not as hard as I thought. No. <laughs> and from what I read, there's 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 a lot. So what I have, what I have that I basically was looking at, and then you can maybe just elaborate for yeah. us, is an herbalist, um, a flower essence practitioner. I love that. A holistic <laughs> health coach. Mm -hmm. um, breath. You do breath work, meditation, astrology, vibrational energy of plants i love that one and you are practicing here in seattle area right yeah okay okay so there's so much and i didn't even <laughs> touch base on every single thing that that we've mentioned so your skill set literally goes from like the ground with nutrition i also mm -hmm. saw nutrition um to the stars with the astrology and then everything in between yeah. so tell us how did you how did you get here and of course like what is that? What is, what is it that you offer your clients? Yeah. So, well, my journey kind of started, well, as everyone starts in childhood and all of the traumatic things you have to go through. And a few years ago, probably like four or five years ago, I got into a car accident where I was hit by a drunk driver. Oh. I was stopped and he was going like 70 and hit me. And I just started after that accident, 
I was just so re-traumatized from all the things that I'd kind of suppressed in my childhood and all the things that I had been through that really, um, you know, just kind of weighed on my heart space, right? Mm -hmm. And so after that, my body started shutting down. I wasn't able to digest food. I was getting like daily panic attacks and I was just completely dissociated from my body. Mm -hmm. And I was already on a spiritual path. Um, so I, I really trusted the universe that it would just give me exactly the medicine that I needed, which started with a yoga studio, started with yoga and meditation. So that was, those are my roots. And I walked into this yoga studio and it was owned by these two like angelic twins. They're most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. And, um, one of them actually became my coach. And that's where I learned about herbalism and yoga and meditation and about somatics and like getting back into the body. And so I started taking herbalism classes from that and I started healing my body to get to where I am, to where I am now, like five years later, um, I don't really experience anxiety the way that I did anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't get panic attacks anymore. I'm really in my body and able to help others. So that kind of ignited my journey of becoming an herbalist, Mm -hmm. um, And that took me from herbs and nutrition and physical body healing to emotional healing through flower essences. So that's the vibrational aspect is flower essences heal your emotional body. So they actually don't really do anything on the physical body Mm -hmm. unless in the physical body there is a manifestation of something that is rooted in your emotions. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. And then I've always had an affinity for the stars. I just feel like the stars... I always say the stars are like the flowers of the universe. They're very connected and they just, you know, they speak to me. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of put it all together, you know, use what I learned on my journey. And then, you know, I became a holistic health coach. Okay. So I just use all these different modalities in my toolbox to help people. And it's whatever works for you. You know, some people, um, they want nothing to do with the woo. Mm-hmm. You know, if I even just mention yoga, they're like, I go to the yeah. gym. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. So we're just yeah. going to focus on nutrition. I love That's it. Great. Yeah, I love but it. But it's like, I, I always tell people, I'm like, how witchy do you want to get? Because I will go there with you. I will go there. I love that. How witchy do you want to get? I, because that is, that is one of the things that holds a lot of people back from embracing these new woo-woos, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's just call it what it is. Because for some people, you know, I could teach my mom movement or my mom yoga if I said yoga she'd be like yeah no there's that Mm -hmm. that's that stuff (laughs) with buddha or something you know so that would be really scary to her but you can teach her a yoga move and she's like oh that just opened up everything so I love that you recognize that and you're not uh offended by it that you you just still welcome that person in on their terms, which is what we call meeting people where they are, right? Yes, exactly. Meeting people where they're at. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So flower essence, is that like a, that's an actual term of practitioner that do you match a flower with a person? Do you, (laughs) yeah. um, Do how does somebody know if they need flower essence therapy? I saw that and I was like, well, how do I know if I need that? You know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So flower essences, The way I describe it is, it is like, it's basically like a magic potion in a bottle. Like, I, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's as witchy as you can get. Uh-huh. But it's also, you know, scientifically, it's a homeopathic remedy that works on your energy body. Okay. Right? So what you're ingesting is the life force of the plant, uh-huh. is the personality of okay. the plant. Uh-huh. So, for example, I'm going to use impatience. Mm-hmm. Very easy because impatience is for impatience yeah. so you have those people who will come they'll you know sit in front of you and like their their feet's already tapping they're like let's go i don't have time for this what are we going to do you tell me what i'm going to do right now and i'm like girl <laughs> what's your name yeah, like, exactly. like, Hello. why are you here like yeah. there needs to be a conversation before i could just throw shit at you okay like, so it. impatience is to like help you slow down and just like get into your body and just take a breath just take a breath all gonna be okay so that kind of that's like that personality matching you know and there's tons of flowers every flower has a personality so you Mm -hmm. match it with the person or you match it with what they're going through at that time okay so my favorite is akinacea okay and one that is you know i have it here tattooed on my hand it's um a flower that's been with me since i was a kid and I find that really interesting that it's been with me since I was a kid because echinacea is for rebuilding of the self after traumatic experiences mm-hmm. that built a, in air quotes, self, self. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's your survival self. It's not really you. It's who you are in survival mode. Okay. And so when you start tearing all of that down, what's left? Nothing. Yeah. Not not much. You have to keep, you have to rebuild. And echinacea is who helps you rebuild who you are from okay. a standpoint of truth and from a standpoint of embodiment rather than like that imbalanced masculine energy of survival okay yeah I love that answer that was that was pretty deep but it was very yeah. understandable it was very digestible so yeah. um like you said the impatience or uh, the different flowers so are they made of oils or is it the oils of the flower or the it's the essence of it's literally the energy of the flower the yeah the you flower. take a bowl of water and then you just put the flowers like you don't touch the flowers you just like kind of cut them and let them fall onto the water as mm-hmm. they will and let them just sit under the sun mm-hmm. for four hours and okay. then you remove the flowers and then you take that water and that's the essence and you just preserve it with a little bit of brandy or some I like to have fun with alcohol so like the more pleasurable it is, the more people are going to want to take it. So uh-huh. I use Chambord a lot because oh, it's raspberry okay. liquor, yeah. liquor, and it's delicious. And okay. who doesn't want that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just dilute it down. And the more you dilute it down, the smaller that like, it's basically like this molecule of light, right? And it just like trickles into those like deep, dark places. And the uh-huh. smaller that molecule is, the more... Um, Penetrate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is beautiful. We have a question, yes. You're in the studio. I I just want to kind of agree because I got introduced to flower essence just like a few months ago. We started to carry this line, Lunar Logic, and they Mm -hmm. had like also flower essence. And I'm just trying out also out everything. So I'm trying out Bird of Paradise. It works. Yeah. OMG. And it's just like every day I just have a little bit. Mm -hmm. It does. So what is Bird of Paradise for? Like what's going to make you fly? Just kidding. I have to go. I have to go. Like you probably know. Probably. I I've actually never worked with that one, but when I think of Bird of Paradise, I think I mean, of that like just like that tropical beauty, yeah. that like opening of like just the way yeah the way it the, opens. And yeah. there's all of this stuff. All too, of this that color comes out. inside. Yes, color yeah. And, 
says self-empowerment. Yeah. Releasing unhelpful unhelpful habits and replacing them with joy and enthusiasm. And that's why Mm -hmm. I actually chose this one. one. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. I love that. Self-empowerment. Self-empowerment. But I agree with you as a... I didn't just, know that. I just like, I'm just gonna try and it tastes like water. Yeah, yeah. and because it mostly because it is just water. There's actually yeah. no plant matter in it. That's why like a lot of people can't take herbs because they're on like medications mm-hmm. or like children or animals. Like I give my dog flower essences and it's helped her because we've you know, I was telling you earlier, I just moved here Mm -hmm. and we've moved a few times and she's only four. So that's a lot of transition. So I've used specific flower essences to help her, um, just become comfortable in all the transition that we're doing and help her ease her anxiety. We're both empaths, me and her, like she's my familiar (laughs) spirit. If if I'm feeling it, she's feeling it, and vice versa. Like, we're so connected. You guys are like, let's get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and the dog said we got to go. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. that's cute. That's a good yeah. buddy to have with you. So the vibrational plant therapy, that is part of you providing the essence of that flower, or is that something different? No, that that is that. Yeah, that vibrational that. plant therapy is flower essence therapy. Is the flower Yeah, but a lot therapy. of people okay. are like, oh, essential oils. I'm like, yes, and... <laughs> I mean, like, no, but yes, and not at all. <laughs> okay, yeah, because yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so it's not like an essential oil. It's no. it's different. It's yeah, and it's almost like living water. You know, like when people yes, like yeah, okay. Yes. So that's yeah. that's I had no idea. And we are seventy percent water. Yes, right? yes. So, so that so would be a, definitely a part of that. So okay, one of the other things, and this is kind of going back to your original mm-hmm. story, which now that you shared how you started this journey with the accident. You mentioned on your um, bio, you learned rituals and resilience as a part of your healing process. And I love that statement because uh, Julia and I were talking about it today that resilience is the sustainability, I think, for being able to just handle setbacks in life, being able to handle a pushback, a punchback, you know? Um, Was that... This whole process, was that part of the learning of the, what's the rituals and like, do you have rituals that create that resilience or? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to bring it back to yoga and meditation. You know, every time you go to a yoga class Mm -hmm. or yeah, I think most yoga teachers, they say that it doesn't matter how you show up. It matters that you show up, no matter who, what you're going through or how you're feeling right now, all of you is welcome on this mat. Let it be your soft landing. And so the ritual aspect of it is anytime I work with somebody, I ask them, what is your morning ritual? What do you do throughout the day? Are you just go, go, going? Or like, is there a moment where you just stop and Mm -hmm. take a breath and live intentionally? And for me, it's gone from creating a morning ritual to living in ritual. When I Um, pour a cup of tea, I whisper my intentions into it. Like, it's like casting spells, right? We, We cast spells with our words and everything that we say can if said with awareness and intention creates the world that you're living in right Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. we are co-creators of our own reality and so it's your words that do that and your rituals that do that and so the more that we can take a moment and just slow down take a deep breath and be like how am I feeling? Let me check in with myself right mm-hmm. now. And it's yoga and meditation that teaches you that because some days you'll go sit and meditate and you will astral project to some other planet you've never heard of. Uh-huh. But some days you just can't get out of your head. And it's that it's the knowing that all of you is welcome, but you just have to give yourself a minute to let yourself know that you're safe yeah. and welcome or else you're just 
living in that survival mode, yep, you're right? In survival mode. Getting out of survival mode and into your body and into like this life so you can live it without letting it just completely pass you mm-hmm. by. Because if yeah. you're not present, then you're not noticing. It's a very mm-hmm. deliberate uh, action. Like yes. what you're doing is you're doing it for a reason. Like you said, like mm-hmm. you're whispering to your tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, allowing your body to have that moment because you are, are, are saying it, you're asking for it, you're, you're telling it, you're, you're guiding it. So that's, um, I think that's really helpful for a lot of people to know that that works. I was getting muscle testing therapy at one point in time and the instructor, this is when I just learned about it, and she was, like, whispering all these things, and, of course, maybe in the woo-woo. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, I was like, are you talking to my body? And she was like, I'm asking your body what's yeah. what's wrong. And I was like, what? she saying? I was like, what's she saying? I was like, what's she saying? I was not telling anyone my secrets in there, but it was really yeah, interesting. Like you can talk to me. Yeah, you can talk to me. I'm here, you know, but she was just yeah. like, no, your body will tell me. There's a response, that, like a physical response that will take place. So um, we, we can nurture our bodies and, and kind of set that, that tone, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, I, I have to ask now, you said you're living in the ritual, and I love that. Yeah. Because we can have you know, these things that we do, but if you choose to make the ritual a part of your life, what, uh, is there a certain, maybe one or two rituals that you, you, I'm going to ask you another question about, you know, self-care, but, <laughs> but one of your rituals, maybe one of your favorite rituals that starts you off on a positive day would be what? Yeah. So every morning, I get out of bed and I sleep with my phone in a different room. That's like a huge thing that my coach actually taught me. She's like, first thing you do, do not grab your phone because Mm -hmm. for me, I'm a highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. So I just feel everything. And it's really easy for me to kind of like get out of my body, especially because of that like dissociation that I was feeling from like just PTSD of like, my past traumas. Mm -hmm. So when you wake up, your soul is basically just coming back into your body. So when you grab your phone, it's, it's coming back out again, you know? So it's about coming into your body before you go out into the world and Mm -hmm. do anything else. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I make myself some tea. I light some incense. I take a few deep breaths. I set an intention and then I do, um, some breathwork practices, some yoga and like put on a playlist sometimes I'll do like somatic shaking Uh or like dancing it's whatever I feel that day it started a lot more disciplined where it was just like yoga and meditation because if I didn't force myself to do it I just wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. and let me tell you I did not want to do it I was so (laughs) resistant I did not want to show up every day I'm like told me only two weeks I only have to do this for two weeks and now it's been like a year and oh, I'm and I'm still doing it and I'm still showing up, showing up. Yeah. and that is what really cultivated that resilience is that I will always show up for myself and that showing teaches you yeah. something really deep it breaks your heart open because it's no matter what's going on in the world I will be here for myself I've got me I don't need anyone else to get me mm-hmm. I've got me that's and that's beautiful. everything I love that and that's I, and I'm with you because, you know, Dotsa will text us both. <laughs> We've got some space in class today, you know, and I'm just like, uh, you know, but I want to be there, but there's, 
there's this disconnect that happens from my I want to the actual I'm there. Excuses. Yes, yes. All all the stuff, like the world, you know, I'm tired, I need to make dinner and... But choosing yourself is so important, and I guess we just all have to get better at choosing ourselves and putting ourselves there in that moment. So um, another area that I read on your bio is um, your specialty is like um, digestive, Mm -hmm. digestion and um, nervous system. Yeah. So, and I can see also now from Mm -hmm. kind of your past, probably how that both of them ended up having to be something you worked on yes. a lot. So would you say from um, an herb standpoint uh, and a food standpoint, what would you, what would be your magic must for a mood booster? Mm. Cut out dairy. Cut out dairy. Dairy is so what? inflammatory. Really, I can't hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> That for me, I notice is directly correlated to how I feel in like, and I know it's like this for so many people and for others, it isn't for other people. It makes them feel really good. Right. But Mm -hmm. for me and for most people, dairy is so inflammatory to the body and not to say that you can't have it in small amounts, Mm -hmm. but cutting it out makes such a difference to the point where now, anytime I have even small amounts, I notice I'm, I feel energetically, I feel heavier. Okay. It's, I feel the inflammation. I feel like the puffiness in my face and I feel how it's creating inflammation in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was a huge one. Okay. So this, this, I'm glad you just said that because I think, um, when people are not, when you don't know your body, yeah. you don't know what it's doing. To your mm-hmm. body to know that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. So you named a few things: the puffiness, the feeling of heaviness. Um, what are maybe some of the other signs that your body? I always call it your body's talking to you. So yeah. what are some of the signs that your body is talking to you for someone to recognize that dairy might need to be eighty six? Yeah. so I think it's so different for everyone like I feel things through my senses but I know that you know bloating an upset stomach that's a huge one okay um if you start feeling tightness in your chest like for me dairy causes anxiety like I feel it it starts like you know like rising up in me. Another thing is sugar does this as well. I'll wake up feeling almost like I had a hangover, Mm. but that hangover is inflammation and Mm. it's that inflammation that's creating that hangover. And so anytime I have like, you know, some ice cream, which I will have because I like to live my life well, and I'm not just going to, you know, live like so strict that I don't enjoy enjoy myself. Mm. However, like for the most part, I do think that you know, for all people, dairy is something that should be small amounts, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. Um, but yeah, when I'll have like a bit of ice cream and by a bit, I mean like it's more than a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Who just has like a spoon of ice cream? I'm sorry. It's nobody. (laughs) But it's once a month. So once a week. Right. Very often. Yeah. What do they say? It's more the, um, like it's more of a celebration than it is a, a regular, you know, Eating. It's a treat. Yes, it's For a treat. Sure. It's a treat. Yeah, okay. but I'll wake up and I'll just feel it's that puffiness. I'll almost like have a bit of a headache. I'm very like my brain is a little foggy and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I kind of feel ungrounded. I feel like puffy in my stomach. It's a little bit bloated and I'm just like, 
you were looking real hot yesterday. What's <laughs> this happening? And it's like, Where it was the dairy. It's and the dairy. every time, and, I, and it's from cutting it out that mm-hmm. I learned that by bringing it back. Because when you cut things out, mm-hmm. you do kind of have to bring them back because the body can heal itself by itself. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to handle no dairy. Now I can have small amounts and it actually doesn't affect me at all. But okay. I know when I overdo it. And that's like the beauty of the body is it will heal itself. You just have to give it time and then not overdo it because after you haven't like had ice cream for like a year, mm-hmm. you want the giant tub of ice cream oh, and yeah. you want to eat the whole thing and yeah. your body's like, no, <laughs> no. Don't do that. I see. Okay. Yeah. And what is far like an herb? Is there an herb that you would say is a is a magic must on the mood boosting? Yeah. So it's not an herb that everyone can use, but St. John's wort. Okay. I love St. John's yes. wort. I love that oh. you prefaced that it's not an herb that everyone can use. Why so can you give a sidebar on why that is? For sure. St. John's wort is an herb that is very contraindicated with medication. So if you are on any kind of pharmaceutical, you cannot take St. John's wort because it is, number one, a very powerful herb, also very gentle and sweet and beautiful herb, but it makes certain medications not work. Um, so it'll just make them stop working. It'll okay. flush them out of your system. Okay. Or for like antidepressants and like SSRIs, mm-hmm. it does the same thing to the brain. So if you take that as well as an SSRI, it can be really dangerous yeah. and you can get something called like serotonin syndrome yeah. and it's just not a good time. And just for the record here, everybody, we are not giving any medical advice. We mm-hmm. are just... Chatting. Are you swagging about We're it? We're swagging about yes. it. And by all means, please refer to your doctor or your healthcare provider. Yes. Yes, doctor. So what? since you mentioned uh-huh. it, I just want to be more specific. So, for example, if you take Prozac, yeah, right? Even mm-hmm. though Prozac is supposed to be for mental, like, you know, mm-hmm. for what, anxiety and depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So St. John's is also kind of for the same thing. Yes. Like you can't. You can't take both. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I'm trying to get my child yeah. off, not me, but yeah. through. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's probably it something natural that you would, way, so. Yes. If you were to choose that, it might be something you might want to consult you can, with a physician. Yeah. But yeah. a beautiful option to look at. For Any, sure. Anything else that's maybe, um, just maybe something else that's easy, accessible, but kind of like you were saying with the flower essence, that's a little bit, maybe even just of a sipping of a tea that calms people down. Lemon balm. You already oh, yeah. know. You already know. Lemon balm. <laughs> I have oh. been the lemon balm cheerleader since oh my I gosh. there. I'm such an uplifter. You. Such sunny, loving yeah, medicine. It it's heart medicine. It's solar plexus medicine. Okay. It's nervous system medicine. It's, um, it works with the GABA receptors in your brain oh, to just okay. make you feel happy and uplifted and lemon balm is one of those really beautiful herbs because it's not just for the nervous system it's Mm -hmm. also a digestive herb okay Mm -hmm. so it's in the mint family so it's cooling to the body it Mm -hmm. cools you down which means it can also help break a fever it's also antiviral and can help you if you're sick so it's this beautiful powerhouse of an herb that does more than one thing which most herbs do and Mm -hmm. I think that's why I love them so much is because 
you know, people will be like, I need an herb for this. I'm like, okay, but this herb will also do like 10 other things. Yeah. And can you just let me tell you? Because it's <laughs> the magic of it, you know? It's so funny when you hear people talk about herbs, the ones that like study them, they are like this. They're like, it's the magic. Yeah. <laughs> I almost about to see like wings pop out of your back there. You very like, don't I'm worry. Like, I know, right? I'm like waiting for you to just fly away. Bye. No. So it's very cool. I'm like, I need to start studying some herbs. But uh, yes. Which Can you know? overdose on herbs? I mean, you know, some you can. Like chamomile, if you have too much chamomile, I think you get constipated or vice versa. Yeah. It's just in general. Can you? You can. It's not in the same way that you would like overdose on like a pharmaceutical. But like, for example, I'll use my example with Skullcap. Um, Skullcap, this was when I was first beginning to be an herbalist. Mm -hmm. I went to the chiropractor and um, it was after that car accident and she was just adjusting my back and my neck and accidentally slipped one of my ribs out. Yeah, it was like a great time. Yeah, it was freaking horrible. I couldn't breathe for like five days and they were closed and this, I didn't notice it until after I left and then they were closed for like, I think it was Memorial Day weekend. So I'm just sitting here like, I can't breathe. I can't move. I'm in pain. And so I'm like looking in all of like my herb books, like what's a musculoskeletal relaxer and skull cap came up and I was supposed to like go to work that day. Mind you, I don't know why I thought I was going to go to work when I couldn't breathe or like really couldn't move, but that's, that's what just, we do, right? yeah, we do that yeah. as yeah. humans. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, Oh, skull cap. Cool. And I drank a ton of it forgetting that I also have used skull cap as a lucid dreaming herb. And so I drank a cup of like a very high dose of skull cap and started having a very visionary experience at like 11 in the morning. And I'm like, guys, I'm not coming to work today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's like things like that that can happen. Or like if you, you know, too much kava, for example, can okay. make you feel almost like drunk because it's just very much um, an opener in that way okay. in the... Um, like Pacific Islands, they mm -hmm. use it for that. Oh, um, it's okay. to it's more to connect people. So like instead of like drinking alcohol in a circle, uh -huh. they'll have kava ceremonies, have and that's so beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. you can reach an altered state yes. with that. And I think the that the take home message from what you're saying and your question is like we we tend we're we're looking for what is the word like um, uh, complementary options to mm -hmm. to help us through a situation yes. but just because it's an herb doesn't mean we just kind of can go willy-nilly with it we have yes. to be mindful of everything that we put in our body and yeah. we have to recognize our each individual selves yes. as we take in whatever it is skull cap or something like that mm -hmm. yep like what and do you I, think i have another question yeah i totally agree but i have another question so if you want to try out herbs and I've tried them so but like if somebody is completely new do you suggest them to kind of like to see the effect in their body do you suggest them to do one by one yes so they can kind of and for how long do they have to try it out so it's just like just question, in general yeah. like no for sure you know? like because yeah somebody who is not familiar with their feelings emotions mm -hmm. do they need to journal or something or yeah so you can't you can go as deep as you want with it really um I always say like the dosage really depends on the person there's no like we're always looking because we're so used to western medicine like mm -hmm. you take one pill three times a day and it's gonna make you feel all better with yeah. herbs it's not that you have to find your dose so although there is like if you're taking a tincture for example like you can take one dropper full three times a day okay but what one dropper full is going to do to you versus mm -hmm. what it's going to do to me 
is going to be so different. I'm a highly sensitive person. Uh, there's some herbs I can't take a full dropper. Some herbs oh. I can only take a few drops. Oh. Whereas people who, you know, things don't hit them as hard can take um, <laughs> can take much more. Right, and I think it's very similar to, like, alcohol tolerance. Mm-hmm. Like, I have three sips of champagne and I'm already like, woo! Like, ready to go. <laughs> but some people can drink a whole bottle and, like, still be fine. So yes. it really depends how sensitive you are and you have to... You know, you have to find what works for you. And I'd say about a week, you okay. know, give it about a week. But some people need two weeks. Some people mm-hmm. need a month, you yeah. know. Some people just need a day. Even like with flower essences, I notice the minute I take a flower essence, how it's affecting me. Wow. Some people will be taking it for eight weeks, which is like the typical um, uh, span of time that you take like a blend that like if I were to make you a blend, you would take it for eight weeks. Okay. Right. And it takes them that whole eight weeks to be like, I noticed like small differences, Mm -hmm. but it just really depends on how aware you are, how in touch you are with your body, how in touch you are with nature, how, you know, how connected connected. you are. And I feel like the more connected you are, the more you develop like that body awareness and Mm -hmm. that sensitivity as well, because it feels safe to come out Yes, and you feel safe in that. That's, that's very true. And it still kind of goes back to that knowing your body because you made a very good point that it's like the subtle changes. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do a fast um, at the beginning of the year, there was like little subtle changes, mm-hmm. not TMI, but like I didn't have BO. And I was yeah. like, that's weird. You know, like I, I cut out meat, dairy, mm-hmm. everything. And that was a subtle one that you might miss, you know, yeah. but I think if you pay attention to your body, you will say or feel that you had clarity or you woke up without tight hands or, you know, just paying attention to your body. Yeah. Absolutely. So you did mention digestion and lemon balm and that it was good for yeah. that. So that was my next question was, um, or is, uh, what would digestion has been the big, you know, mm-hmm. the, the body, brain, stomach, the microbiome, all of these different yeah. things with, with digestion. What would you say is, um, a little digestion tip for people that is easy to do. Like, I know a lot of things are, oh, jumpstart your digestion in the morning. Why do we mm-hmm. want to jumpstart our digestion in the morning? Or what is something that you do suggest to your clients for digestion? Yeah, so the reason you want to jump jumpstart your digestion in the morning, actually, that goes back to traditional Chinese medicine, to where your liver chi is the strongest in the morning. Okay. So if you follow the rules of like traditional Chinese medicine, and this is actually what I did, I started studying Ayurveda um, to help heal my digestive system and my gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I did was I found out my constitution. Mm-hmm. So we all are either dry or moist I hate that word but (laughs) we're either like dry or moist and we're either warm or cold okay and so for me the the best way to be able to figure it out like my hands and feet always cold Mm -hmm. just literally and I'm just as a person I'm freezing it could be like 80 degrees outside and I'm the person who needs a sweater that's me me. yeah so we're cold (laughs) and that's our constitution So, for example, if we are eating a diet primarily of cucumbers and watermelon and really cooling foods and, like, mint tea, Mm -hmm. that may not be the best for our digestion because it is already cold. So what we want is to bring in more warming herbs like ginger, turmeric, um, you know, things that are really just going to stimulate and warm up because usually when you have a colder constitution, your digestion can be a bit more sluggish. 
as opposed to people who are on the warmer side, you know, like I use men as an example, how like you're literally sleeping next to like a furnace totally and you nice. wake up and right? you're sweating because yes. they're, oh, sweating. they're sweating. They maybe like ixnay the garlic for that guy yeah. and like give him some peppermint tea because that's his constitution. But then these things can Very also go out know. of balance. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just a lot of awareness and a lot of learning of your own body of like what's out of balance, okay. you know, and bringing yourself back to balance through those energetics. But yeah, so in the morning, your liver is at its strongest. So that's why they say to eat a big breakfast oh. because your digestive system, it can handle it. Okay. It can handle that big breakfast. Whereas it starts slowly like, um, going, getting weaker throughout the day. So if you're eating like a small breakfast or no breakfast mm-hmm. in a giant dinner, a lot of times it's hard for you, for people to sleep because their body is working so hard to, to do, digest. yeah, to do all this yeah. digestion. Yeah. And, but really the liver is losing that energy because it's trying to, your body is trying to prepare you to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I see. That's yeah, and that was one of the things that I've uh, learned with that whole eating before you go to bed and why you need those few hours before you go to sleep because your body is supposed to be focusing on restoring the body while you're sleeping. So if it's focused on digesting your cheeseburger or your yeah. mac and cheese, then that's where all the energy is going. Yeah. So it's not able to work on all those different parts. So yeah. that's definitely. So would you say? If I don't know my constitution, um, like as far as in digestion, anything else, like if you're, like you said, that mint would be more for a cooler mm-hmm. constitution for, for somebody that's hot all the time, right? Yeah. And then more the ginger for the cooler, the person that's cold all the time. Yes. To get that warming sensation mm-hmm. fire up in the belly right yeah fire okay in fire, fire in the belly, belly. that might be where that comes from <laughs> so you i mean ayurvedic yeah. all of it you you, yeah. you got a little bit of everything under your belt i do i just really love to learn that's like <laughs> that's like us. <laughs> this is this is where this was birthed yeah. from learning like if i could be a student at you know full time and get paid for it Whoa. And then yes. you, like, and you yes. find this one new thing and you're like, oh, what's that? Let's go this route. Yeah, you just fall down the rabbit hole and I'm just like, I just want to know everything about everything. <laughs> but too. I'm one of those people that by the uh-huh. time I'm done, like I already have like Next six one. different certifications and different things. I'm going to be that person with like a resume that's just like just my certification yeah. uh-huh. and all these random things. But then how can I bring them together, together. to really help people? Because the more you know, the more you can help people. But it's about embodying what you know yes. as well and you know, really. And, and sharing that gift, yes. that gift of learning with family, friends, mm-hmm. and people, because you hear people in their suffering out there, yes. you know, they're suffering, yeah. mental illness is huge, mm-hmm. you know, digestion is huge, autoimmune yeah. diseases are on the rise, so there's, I, I, I just feel like if you can plant seeds, I'm kind of like, I just want to yeah. plant the seeds, I'm going to be a farmer in that aspect, I'm going to plant mm-hmm. seeds of wellness and and somebody else could water it. It might be you. It might be you. It might be you. And and we all just kind of take mm-hmm. a part in, in bringing people over to another side so that yoga doesn't sound scary, but movement is good. You yes. Know? All of those <sighs> things. So um, I my my I have a question. I know Julia has a question. I don't know if Dotsa has any more questions. I always about... have a question. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to ask your question first? No, you go first. Okay. So <laughs> we, we do definitely, um, 
I, as far as the nutrition, is there any meal that you love or that you think that everybody should try at some point in time? Just because it's like, just, you know, just a power packed meal of goodness, of nourishment, of, of healing. Happy hormones. Yeah. Happy hormones. All that kind of stuff. For sure. I love Buddha bowls because they're so versatile. Mm -hmm. You know, my Buddha bowl and your Buddha bowl can look totally different, but they're still going to be a powerhouse of nutrients. You can pick your base, you know, like one day you can do brown rice. Another day you can do chickpeas. You can do eggs. You could do um, quinoa. And then you pick your protein. If you're a meat eater, then cool. Pick some like chicken or fish or, you know, I'm all for like local grass fed whenever possible. Mm -hmm. Um, or like tofu or black beans, or if you want extra protein, you can do tofu and black beans okay. or like meat and black beans. And then like all the leafy greens, just all of them. Anything you can throw all, on yeah, it. Yeah, leafy greens are the best just because like they're usually bitter, which is going back to the digestion. Uh-huh. Bitters are, they stimulate the, di- the digestive enzymes in your stomach. So okay. basically bitters... If taken, like, as a formula 15 minutes before a meal, this is what helped me heal so much. They're basically telling your body, hey, I'm uh, getting ready to eat. I'm getting ready for food. So you get ready because there's stuff coming down and I need you to move it along. And not only that, but I need you to assimilate the nutrients too because, excuse me, a lot of times, you know, our body is, like, digesting this food, but we're not getting any of the nutrients. And that's when... You know, yes, it's nice that kale has fiber, but are you getting all of the antioxidants that are in the kale mm-hmm. and all the vitamins? Yeah. And, you know, so mixing in those bitter greens, like like kale, chard, you know, dandelion, dandelion. greens. Dandelion's yeah. an herb, but you can get it, like, in a bunch at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and it is so good for you. And yeah. that is a digestive powerhouse. Mustard greens, mm-hmm. same thing. And so just, like, two cups of greens whenever okay. you can, like, for breakfast, for lunch, wherever you can get your greens, just... Get Very it. French. Add that to your eggs in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. So, and you call it a Buddha bowl, which is kind of like the generic term, right? It is. Which means yeah. like, let's just throw some goodness in a bowl. Yeah. But it's actually a good concept if you yeah. even think about that, because I will tend to do that cleaning out my refrigerator. You know, like uh-huh. okay, I, we have all of this stuff and it's about to go bad, so let's mm-hmm. you know we've been doing taco salads. We you know so it's basically Yum. like anything and everything with taco meat. So avocado nuts. You know, like your yeah. Son. So okay. Yeah. So that's your that's your good nourishing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Let's see. And we are we're getting close to the end here. So I'm going to ask you our closing question, which is, what is your uh, your favorite self care tip for all the people listening? I mean, like we said, we have gone from the ground to the stars. Yeah. But, and you've actually shared a lot of self-care tips with us. But is there one self-care tip that you would say really does nourish the body? And it could be something that you've already talked to in soul. It could be something you've already mentioned if you feel like it's that important. Yeah. Yeah. Take a bath. Take a bath. Take a bath. Okay. Yeah. I live in my bathtub. I always have... I love Epsom salt baths, okay. um, milk baths. I put rose water in my Ooh. baths. I put any kind of dried flowers. Every single time I ever feel like my nervous system is shot or mm-hmm. I just need to feel held, okay. I 
go into my bathtub. And when I was a kid, you know, I would, that would be my pool. Mm-hmm. I would be in the pool. <laughs> and everyone would be like, where's Ilona? Well, she's literally floating. <laughs> like, I've always lived near bodies of water, like uh-huh. lakes and stuff. And I just did like a cold plunge the other day. Oh, I still wow. live on Jeez. the water now. Yeah. Um, so getting into water, like water is what holds, but it also just, it nourishes, it cleanses us, all of these things. And so connecting to that element of water is so potent and so special and we just feel nice. so connected to mother earth i love in that it way. i love it and you said epsom salt so that would just be just regular from the grocery store epsom yep salt. epsom okay. salts are really high in magnesium okay. which magnesium relaxes mm-hmm. it relaxes everything in the body from the nerves and the nervous system to the muscles to pain and tension so whether you're an athlete and you work out a lot and your muscles are just always stiff whether you're someone who's been through like body trauma Uh like from my car accident that was a huge thing every single night I actually I rarely shower anymore it's been years but I rarely shower I just take baths like we used to in like the olden days it uses far less water and it's so pleasurable and you can just you can put all the essential oils in there and it's really like connecting to like pleasure and self-care in like the deepest way (laughs) I love it it. so once again we're going to challenge everybody listening to take last time we challenged everybody to get on the table that was what our Mm -hmm. our guests asked for for everybody to get on the table with a practitioner so you know facial or a massage Mm -hmm. therapy or something like this so uh today our challenge will be to just take a nice warm bath uh a wonderful warm bath with Epsom salt that you could just mm-hmm. get at the store. Mm-hmm. I know they even sell it at like Walgreens and mm-hmm. you know wherever. Uh, maybe put a little essential oils in it if they have it, yeah. and um, and just embrace it. Right. So yeah. thank you. It's been so fun and wonderful, wonderful talking to you. Thank so you. Uh, from from where the Slack group here, where can we where can we find you online or learn more about what you do or you know tap into some of this goodness. Yeah. So I share a lot of self-care tips and like mental health tips and recipes and all of that on both my website and my Instagram. Okay. Um, they're both the fairy Glen. The fairy Glen. Yes. I saw that. I, I didn't have to ask why that What fairy Glen. The fairy what, Glen. What is that? Your... So my name means queen of fairies. Uh, okay. Yeah. In, um, in Hungarian. And I so, guess. yeah, that's always been like a thing. Um, that my mom has always told me, she's like, you're the fairy. And I have that energy. I know I do. <laughs> and so the fairy Glen is where the fairies live. And oh, so I'm oh. like, well, the fairy Glen to me is where the fairies come to retreat. Mm-hmm. It's where they, you know, where they gather, where they heal, where they just commune with the earth. They are beings of the earth. So I'm like, how can I bring this into something you know, bigger and make this like my own brand. So my Instagram is just the fairy Glen in the traditional spelling F A E R I E. Okay. Um, and my website's just fairyglen.com. Fairyglen.com. I love it. There's been a lot of nodding going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm just nodding. I'm fine. Whatever you're saying. Yeah. I'm fine. that we got to swag about it and uh, hopefully we'll get all this out to everybody and they can check you out at fairyglen.com thank you thank you thanks for having me hot in here